Welcome to the Spiritual Artist Podcast. This is Chris Miller. I invite you to join me as I interview artists from a variety of disciplines. We'll share powerful stories and lessons learned while making their art. Good day. You're listening to the Spiritual Artist Podcast, and this is Chris Miller, your host. I thought I'd drop a quick line to everybody this week to get you started off on the right plane. So I want to share what I did yesterday. I was really excited and it gave me kind of an insight, an insight that I thought was worth sharing. Um, So I decided I wanted to be of service more and to stand up for people and their rights. And I decided to volunteer at the Equity Texas booth at Carrollton Pride. So I went there in the afternoon. It was hot as heck. The booth was great, though. And I want to tell you about my experience. It was amazing. It was amazing. I went to this event and I watched all the different people walking around, all these different people. And if you don't know this already, let me share with you that Equity Texas is a statewide political advocacy organization that advocates for lesbian, bisexual, and transgender rights, including same-sex marriage. So there were all different kinds of people, different um, non-binary, binary people walking around. It was amazing. But what I loved about it was the individual expressions that they all had. Each one of them was so wonderfully attired with outfits and shirts and flags about who they were and what they stood for. There was such a sense of love at this event. There was such a sense of love at this event. It was amazing because what it was is a place where these people, which lately, gosh, the extreme conservative right is really coming down on transgender, uh, drag queens, LGBT rights. And it's a little disconcerting for me. It's a little scary for me. And so to see all these people coming out and being who they were and feeling that they were safe in being who they were, but most importantly, in demonstrating their creativity and their spiritual uniqueness, I met the nicest group of people and I loved serving at this booth. And I was sitting there and I thought, what a wonderful thing. What a wonderful thing this is. I'm I'm experiencing something that what I wanted to explain here is what I realized is that we have so much right now that we're talking about. We're talking about limits of food and housing. We're talking about we hear a lot about natural resources. We hear about the, the big extinction, the grand extinction happening on this planet. We worry about resources getting smaller and smaller. And here I was, and I realized there was one resource. I had this an aha moment. There was one resource that we always have that there is no shortage of. And yet we seem to be afraid to use it. What resource do we have that we're afraid to use, that we meagerly, meagerly share out? That resource is love. And when I say love, I mean love. I mean accepting, non-judgmental love, an embrace of your fellow man, your fellow beings on this planet. This resource is so powerful. And I want to tell you why I think it's powerful, but let me tell you about the problem we have. Why are people holding back on their love? Why are they so afraid of other people? Well, when my son was growing up, I remember him always asking me as a child, we have, we had, at the time we had three dogs and he would always say to me, pop, 
which one do you like the best? And I was like, honey, I love them all. And he was like, no, no, no. But one of them, which one do you like better than the others? And I explained to him that when we love something completely, when we truly practice love, consciousness, there is no levels to it. It is either there or it is not there. And in this case, I love all my dogs. I love them for different reasons. One of them because she sits on my lap. The other one because he plays with the ball so well. The third because they listen really well. But they all have different unique attributes that make me love them. There is no labeling of I love this more than others. Love is a resource that is either on or off. And we can choose to love each other. And there's no limit to it. It's not like I was trying to explain to my son. It's not like when I love... Izzy, I'm somehow taking that love away from Bandit. Or when I love Bandit, I'm taking it away from Rue. I can love them all. Isn't that amazing? It's amazing, right? It's a resource that does not have limitation. And that is a wonderful thing that we have on this planet right now. Despite air quality and finances and job security, there's one thing that we can share willingly with each other. We can love each other for who we are. Now, I'm not saying that that means you have to be that person. Let me explain this. We seem to get confused also. Another hang-up with love is we seem to think that if we admit that we love something, we accept it for what it is. We honor it, we cherish it, and we understand that it has a right to life, liberty, and happiness. That we somehow lose something ourselves, or we're threatened, here's better yet, we're threatened that we will become that. Well, let me use some examples here that are pretty ironic. If you know me, you might know that I have never really gotten into sports. It's just not something that I uh, I practice. But that doesn't mean I can't appreciate and love people that love sports. That doesn't mean that I can't go to a game and sit there in the, in the uh, stands and feel the excitement and the passion that people feel for their team and the, the winning and the playing of the game. I appreciate and love them for who they are. There is no threat. It's not like suddenly Chris is going to love sports. You're not going to see me with a bumper sticker anytime soon, or at least I don't think so but maybe, but it's not going to jump over into my reality. I can love and appreciate it. We need to realize that. We don't have to. Once again, here's another thing. I am not a hunter. I've never hunted, but I have sat down with people and they talk to me about the excitement of hunting and what it feels like and why they want to own a gun. And I can appreciate that. And I say, let them do that. That is their right to have. It is a right for each one of us to pursue what we want to pursue. And so here I was, and I was sitting there on this very hot, hot uh, parking lot with all this joy and love surrounding me. And I realized that you can love all these different people and you can appreciate those funky shoes, those hot, high top pink shoes or that, that, that leather jacket. And, and there is no, oh, it's me. It's part of me. It just means I appreciate it and love it and, and, and enjoy the fact that we are on such a diverse planet. We are on such a diverse planet. So let me tell you why it's important that we practice the state of love. Because you're thinking, well, Chris, oh, here's that airy, fairy, love, love, love. Well, let me tell you something. There's, there is actually a creative truth behind love. And I believe that love is the frequency of spirit. It is when we are most closely aligned 
with whatever greater power, whatever name you want to use for that greater power. It's sort of like a radio dial and you, you go down the dial. If you are in love, you are most closely aligned with creative inspiration and ideas flow, instinct flows. And that place is a place of non-judgment. That place is a place of, of non-criticism, restriction. It's certainly not a place of fear. So if you think of a dial of human emotion, love is smack down in the middle. Judgment is way off on one side where you're judging and you're pushing too hard. Fear is way off on the other side where you're afraid of things in the past or you're afraid of what's going to happen or afraid of what could happen. Love is right there in the middle. It is in the present moment. When we are presently in the moment and we truly just share that experience with the people that surround us, the lovely, wonderful people that surround us, we are at that place where ideas pop. And I teach that when I teach painters. When you're sitting in front of the canvas, if you fall in love with the paint and the viscosity and the stroke and the color, and you just sit there and you appreciate it, you appreciate the paint, the color, the stroke, ideas will pop. You will automatically know what to do to take this, add this other color, take the shape out because you are getting divine guidance. So when we are in a state of love, there is divine guidance. So let's go back to that first thing I said that's a little worrisome when you think about what we hear in the news about how we're, we're, we have, there's potential for food shortages, there's water crises, there's all sorts of issues. Well, there are answers. There are answers to all those but we have to be in a place of love to hear those answers. We have to be in that connection on the radio dial right there on love in order to get inspired by spirit. And inspiration will tell us all the creative ways that we can make it possible for all those things to be solved. If we're running around in fear, we're not going to hear the solution. Did you hear that? If you are running around in fear, you're not going to hear the solution. If you're running around in judgment, you're not going to hear the solution. This is not just with people. This is with any, any possible challenge in your life. If you're short on money, if suddenly you had a car accident, if you stay in fear or judgment, you won't see that there might be a solution to fix that car right there in front of your nose. We have to practice presence and the presence is in the channel of love. The presence is in the channel of love. So I want you to think about where you are this morning or this afternoon, or as you hear this podcast, are you in the channel of love? Are you in love consciousness? And I want you to practice it this week with everybody that you meet, everybody that you meet, not just the people on the same side of the political spectrum as you, not just the people that look like you, not just the people that have the same sexual orientation as you. I want you to practice it with all humanity. Hey, even the animal world, right? Practice loving it, loving it for what it is and appreciating it and joyfully being there in that present moment, feeling that connection. So that's what I felt this weekend when I was on that parking lot and everybody was so grateful and people stood in line to spin a wheel, to get a prize, to identify this is who I am. This is who I am and I have every right to stand up and be who I am, just like everybody should have every right to stand up and be who they are. That is what the American dream is. The American dream was a place where everybody could come together and pursue life, liberty, 
and the pursuit of happiness, all here available to everyone equally. So as you go out and think about anything in your life now, practice it, just practice it. Driving down the street, you know, it's always a challenge for me when you see another driver, love them. When you go into the store, love them. When you go into work and you're dealing in that long, boring meeting and someone raises their hand to bring up an issue for the, yes, the fourth time, love him or her or they. So thank you for listening to the Spiritual Audits Podcast. And, and I hope that you take this and you use it because love is truly the channel of intuition and creativity and possibility. And like this channel, share this video with your friends, spread a little love. Thank you for listening to the Spiritual Artist Podcast. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Spiritual Artist Podcast. Whether you're following the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts, make sure you choose the subscribe button so you'll receive new segments when they're released. Plus, check out my new book, The Spiritual Artist, now available on Amazon.com. In the meantime, be still, listen, and know that you are a spiritual artist. Thank you.